0: Welcome to the Daily Scripture Reading for July seventh, two 2023. Our readings today come from Ezekiel chapters 9-12 through 12 and Psalm 33. We'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Links to today's readings can be found in the podcast description. Ezekiel 9 The Lord then thundered, Bring on the men appointed to punish the city. Tell them to bring their weapons with them. Six men soon appeared from the upper gate that faces north, each carrying a deadly weapon in his hand. With them was a man dressed in linen who carried a writer's case at his side. They all went into the temple courtyard and stood beside the bronze altar. Then the glory of the God of Israel rose up from between the cherubim where it had rested and moved to the entrance of the temple, and the Lord called to the man dressed in linen who was carrying the writer's case. He said to him, walk through the streets of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of all who weep and sigh because of the detestable sins being committed in their city. Then I heard the Lord say to the other men, Follow him through the city and kill everyone whose forehead is not marked. Show no mercy, have no pity. Kill them all, old and young, girls and women and little children, but do not touch anyone with the mark. Begin right here at the temple. So they began by killing the seventy leaders. Defile the temple, the Lord commanded. Fill its courtyard with corpses. Go. So they went and began killing throughout the city. While they were out killing, I was all alone. I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, will your fury against Jerusalem wipe out everyone left in Israel? Then he said to me, The sins of the people of Judah are very, very great. The entire land is full of murder. The city is filled with injustice. They are saying, The Lord doesn't see it. The Lord has abandoned the land. So I will not spare them or have any pity on them. I will fully repay them for all they have done. Then the man in linen clothing, who carried the writer's case, reported back and said, I have done as you commanded. Ezekiel 10. In my vision I saw what appeared to be a throne of blue lapis lazuli, above the crystal surface over the heads of the cherubim. Then the Lord spoke to the man in linen clothing and said, Go between the whirling wheels beneath the cherubim and take a handful of burning coals and scatter them over the city. He did this as I watched. The cherubim were standing at the south end of the temple when the man went in and the cloud of glory filled the inner courtyard. Then the glory of the Lord rose up from above the cherubim and went over to the entrance of the temple. The temple was filled with this cloud of glory and the courtyard glowed brightly with the glory of the Lord. The moving wings of the cherubim sounded like the voice of God Almighty and could be heard even in the outer courtyard. The Lord said to the man in linen clothing, Go between the cherubim and take some burning coals from between the wheels. So the man went in and stood beside one of the wheels. Then one of the cherubim reached out his hand and took some of the live coals from the fire burning among them. He put the coals into the hands of the man in linen clothing, and the man took them and went out. All the cherubim had what looked like human hands under their wings. I looked, and each of the four cherubim had a wheel beside him, and the wheels sparked like beryl. All four wheels looked alike and were made the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. The cherubim could move in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. They went straight in the direction they faced, never turning aside both the cherubim and the wheels were covered with eyes the cherubim had eyes all over their bodies including their hands their backs and their wings i heard someone refer to the wheels as the whirling wheels each of the four cherubim had four faces the first was the face of an ox the second was a human face the third was the face of a lion and the fourth was the face of an eagle then the cherubim rose upward these were the same living beings i had seen beside the kabar river When the cherubim moved, the wheels moved with them. When they lifted their wings to fly, the wheels stayed beside them. When the cherubim stopped, the wheels stopped. When they flew upward, the wheels rose up. For the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. For the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. Then the glory of the Lord moved out from the entrance of the temple and hovered above the cherubim. As I watched, the cherubim flew with their wheels to the east gate of the Lord's temple and the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. These were the same living beings I had seen beneath the God of Israel when I was beside the Kebar river. I knew they were cherubim, for each had four faces and four wings, and what looked like human hands under their wings, and their faces were just like the faces of the beings I had seen at the Kebar, and they traveled straight ahead, just as the others had. Ezekiel 11 Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gateway of the Lord's temple, where I saw twenty-five prominent men of the city. Among them were Jaazaniah, son of Azur, and Pelatiah, son of Benaniah, who were leaders among the people. The Spirit said to me, Son of man, these are the men who are planning evil and giving wicked counsel in this city. They say to the people, Is it not a good time to build houses? This city is like an iron pot we are safe inside it like meat in a pot. Therefore, son of man, prophesy against them loudly and clearly. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and he told me what to say. This is what the Lord says to the people of Israel. I know what you are saying, for I know every thought that comes into your minds. You have murdered many in this city and filled its streets with the dead. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. This city is an iron pot, all right but the pieces of meat are the victims of your injustice. As for you, I will soon drag you from this pot. I will bring on you the sword of war you so greatly fear, says the Sovereign Lord. I will drive you out of Jerusalem and hand you over to foreigners who will carry out my judgments against you. You will be slaughtered all the way to the borders of Israel. I will execute judgment on you, and you will know that I am the Lord. No, this city will not be an iron pot for you and you will not be like meat safe inside it. I will judge you even to the borders of Israel, and you will know that I am the Lord, for you have refused to obey my decrees and regulations. Instead, you have copied the standards of the nations around you. While I was still prophesying, Pelatiah, son of Benaniah suddenly died. Then I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, are you going to kill everyone in Israel? Then this message came to me from the Lord son of man. The people still left in Jerusalem are talking about you and your relatives and all the people of Israel who are in exile. They are saying, those people are far away from the Lord, so now he has given their land to us. Therefore tell the exiles. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Although I have scattered you in the countries of the world, I will be a sanctuary to you during your time in exile. I, the Sovereign Lord, will gather you back from the nations where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel once again. When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of their vile images and detestable idols, and I will give them singleness of heart, and put a new spirit within them, I will take away their stony, stubborn hearts, and give them a tender, responsive heart so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those who long for the vile images and detestable idols, I will repay them fully for their sins. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then the cherubim lifted their wings and rose into the air with their wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the city and stopped above the mountain to the east, Afterward, the Spirit of God carried me back again to Babylonia, to the people in exile there, and so ended the vision of my visit to Jerusalem, and I told the exiles everything the Lord had shown me. Ezekiel 12 Again a message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, you live among rebels, who have eyes but refuse to see, they have ears but refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious people. So now, son of man, pretend you are being sent into exile. Pack the few items an exile could carry and leave your home to go somewhere else. Do this right in front of the people so they can see you. For perhaps they will pay attention to this, even though they are such rebels. Bring your baggage outside during the day so they can watch you. Then in the evening, as they are watching, leave your house as captives do when they begin a long march to distant lands. Dig a hole through the wall while they are watching and go out through it. As they watch, lift your pack to your shoulders and walk away into the night. Cover your face so you cannot see the land you are leaving, for I have made you a sign for the people of Israel. So I did as I was told. In broad daylight I brought my pack outside, filled with the things I might carry into exile. Then in the evening, while the people looked on, I dug through the wall with my hands and went out into the night with my pack on my shoulder. The next morning, this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man. These rebels, the people of Israel, have asked you what all this means. Say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. These actions contain a message for King Zedekiah in Jerusalem and for all the people of Israel explain that your actions are a sign to show what will soon happen to them, for they will be driven into exile as captives. Even Zedekiah will leave Jerusalem at night through a hole in the wall, taking only what he can carry with him. He will cover his face and his eyes will not see the land he is leaving. Then I will throw my net over him and capture him in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Babylonians, though he will never see it and he will die there. I will scatter his servants and warriors to the four winds, and send the sword after them. And when I scatter them among the nations, they will know that I am the Lord. But I will spare a few of them from death by war, famine, or disease, so they can confess all their detestable sins to their captors. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, tremble as you eat your food, shake with fear as you drink your water, tell the people. This is what the Sovereign Lord says concerning those living in Israel and Jerusalem. They will eat their food with trembling and sip their water in despair, for their land will be stripped bare because of their violence. The cities will be destroyed and the farmland made desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, you've heard that proverb they quote in Israel. Time passes and prophecies come to nothing. Tell the people. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to this proverb, and you will soon stop quoting it. Now give them this new proverb to replace the old one. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. There will be no more false visions and flattering predictions in Israel, for I am the Lord. If I say it, it will happen. There will be no more delays, you rebels of Israel. I will fulfill my threat of destruction in your own lifetime. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man. The people of Israel are saying, He's talking about the distant future. His visions won't come true for a long, long time. Therefore, tell them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, no more delay. I will now do everything I have threatened. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Psalm 33 Let the godly sing for joy to the Lord. It is fitting for the pure to praise him. Praise the Lord with melodies on the lyre. Make music for him on the ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song of praise to him. Play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. He loves whatever is just and good. The unfailing love of the Lord fills the earth. The Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. He assigned the sea its boundaries and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole world fear the Lord, and let everyone stand in awe of him. For when he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. The Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and thwarts all their schemes, but the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. What joy for the nation whose God is the Lord whose people he has chosen as his inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts so he understands everything they do. The best equipped army cannot save a king, nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your warhorse to give you victory, for all its strength it cannot save you. But the Lord watches over those who fear him, those who rely on his unfailing love. He rescues them from death and keeps them alive in times of famine. We put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. Thanks for joining me today for today's daily scripture reading. I'd like to recommend to you a podcast by my friend David Heflin called In The Seams, a podcast inviting people with chronic pain and illness to consider how God is in the seams of our brokenness and how he mends us through our suffering. Please click on the link in the podcast description to check it out now. Ezekiel 9 The Lord then thundered, Bring on the men appointed to punish the city. Tell them to bring their weapons with them. Six men soon appeared from the upper gate that faces north, each carrying a deadly weapon in his hand. With them was a man dressed in linen, who carried a writer's case at his side. They all went into the temple courtyard and stood beside the bronze altar. Then the glory of the God of Israel rose up from between the cherubim, where it had rested, and moved to the entrance of the temple. And the Lord called to the man dressed in linen who was carrying the writer's case. He said to him walk through the streets of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of all who weep and sigh because of the detestable sins being committed in their city. Then I heard the Lord say to the other men, Follow him through the city and kill everyone whose forehead is not marked. Show no mercy, have no pity. Kill them all, old and young, girls and women and little children, but do not touch anyone with the mark. Begin right here at the temple. So they began by killing the seventy leaders. Defile the temple, the Lord commanded. Fill its courtyard with corpses. Go. So they went and began killing throughout the city. While they were out killing, I was all alone. I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, will your fury against Jerusalem wipe out everyone left in Israel? Then he said to me, The sins of the people of Judah are very, very great. The entire land is full of murder the city is filled with injustice. They are saying, the Lord doesn't see it, the Lord has abandoned the land, so I will not spare them or have any pity on them, I will fully repay them for all they have done. Then the man in linen clothing, who carried the writer's case, reported back and said, I have done as you commanded. Ezekiel 10. In my vision I saw what appeared to be a throne of blue lapis lazuli, above the crystal surface, over the heads of the cherubim. Then the Lord spoke to the man in linen clothing and said, Go between the whirling wheels beneath the cherubim and take a handful of burning coals and scatter them over the city. He did this as I watched. The cherubim were standing at the south end of the temple, when the man went in, and the cloud of glory filled the inner courtyard. Then the glory of the Lord rose up from above the cherubim and went over to the entrance of the temple. The temple was filled with this cloud of glory, and the courtyard glowed brightly with the glory of the Lord. The moving wings of the cherubim sounded like the voice of God Almighty, and could be heard even in the outer courtyard. The Lord said to the man in linen clothing, Go between the cherubim and take some burning coals from between the wheels. So the man went in and stood beside one of the wheels. Then one of the cherubim reached out his hand and took some of the live coals from the fire burning among them. He put the coals into the hands of the man in linen clothing, and the man took them and went out. All the cherubim had what looked like human hands under their wings. I looked, and each of the four cherubim had a wheel beside him, and the wheels sparked like beryl. All four wheels looked alike and were made the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. The cherubim could move in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. They went straight in the direction they faced, never turning aside. Both the cherubim and the wheels were covered with eyes. The cherubim had eyes all over their bodies, including their hands, their backs, and their wings. I heard someone refer to the wheels as the whirling wheels. Each of the four cherubim had four faces. The first was the face of an ox, the second was a human face, the third was the face of a lion, and the fourth was the face of an eagle. Then the cherubim rose upward. These were the same living beings I had seen beside the Kabar River. When the cherubim moved, the wheels moved with them. When they lifted their wings to fly, the wheels stayed beside them. When the cherubim stopped, the wheels stopped. When they flew upward, the wheels rose up, for the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. For the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. Then the glory of the Lord moved out from the entrance of the temple and hovered above the cherubim. As I watched, the cherubim flew with their wheels to the east gate of the Lord's temple and the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. These were the same living beings I had seen beneath the God of Israel when I was beside the Kebar river. I knew they were cherubim, for each had four faces and four wings, and what looked like human hands under their wings, and their faces were just like the faces of the beings I had seen at the Kebar, and they traveled straight ahead, just as the others had. Ezekiel 11 Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gateway of the Lord's temple, where I saw twenty-five prominent men of the city. Among them were Jaazaniah, son of Azur, and Pelatiah, son of Benaniah, who were leaders among the people. The Spirit said to me, Son of man, these are the men who are planning evil and giving wicked counsel in this city. They say to the people, Is it not a good time to build houses? This city is like an iron pot, we are safe inside it like meat in a pot. Therefore, son of man, prophesy against them loudly and clearly. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and he told me what to say. This is what the Lord says to the people of Israel. I know what you are saying, for I know every thought that comes into your minds. You have murdered many in this city and filled its streets with the dead. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. This city is an iron pot, all right, but the pieces of meat are the victims of your injustice. As for you, I will soon drag you from this pot. I will bring on you the sword of war you so greatly fear, says the Sovereign Lord. I will drive you out of Jerusalem and hand you over to foreigners who will carry out my judgments against you. You will be slaughtered all the way to the borders of Israel. I will execute judgment on you, and you will know that I am the Lord. No. This city will not be an iron pot for you, and you will not be like meat safe inside it. I will judge you even to the borders of Israel, and you will know that I am the Lord. For you have refused to obey my decrees and regulations; instead, you have copied the standards of the nations around you. While I was still prophesying, Pelatiah, son of Benaniah, suddenly died. Then I fell face down on the ground and cried out, "O Sovereign Lord, are you going to kill everyone in Israel?" Then this message came to me from the Lord, son of man. The people still left in Jerusalem are talking about you and your relatives and all the people of Israel who are in exile. They are saying, those people are far away from the Lord, so now he has given their land to us. Therefore, tell the exiles, this is what the sovereign Lord says, although I have scattered you in the countries of the world, I will be a sanctuary to you during your time in exile. I, the Sovereign Lord, will gather you back from the nations where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel once again. When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of their vile images and detestable idols, and I will give them singleness of heart, and put a new spirit within them, I will take away their stony, stubborn hearts, and give them a tender, responsive heart so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those who long for the vile images and detestable idols, I will repay them fully for their sins. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then the cherubim lifted their wings and rose into the air with their wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the city and stopped above the mountain to the east, Afterward, the Spirit of God carried me back again to Babylonia, to the people in exile there, and so ended the vision of my visit to Jerusalem, and I told the exiles everything the Lord had shown me. Ezekiel 12 Again a message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, you live among rebels, who have eyes but refuse to see, they have ears but refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious people. So now, son of man, pretend you are being sent into exile. Pack the few items an exile could carry and leave your home to go somewhere else. Do this right in front of the people so they can see you. For perhaps they will pay attention to this, even though they are such rebels. Bring your baggage outside during the day so they can watch you. Then, in the evening, as they are watching, leave your house as captives do when they begin a long march to distant lands dig a hole through the wall while they are watching and go out through it. As they watch, lift your pack to your shoulders and walk away into the night. Cover your face so you cannot see the land you are leaving, for I have made you a sign for the people of Israel. So I did as I was told. In broad daylight I brought my pack outside, filled with the things I might carry into exile. Then in the evening, while the people looked on, I dug through the wall with my hands and went out into the night with my pack on my shoulder. The next morning, this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man. These rebels, the people of Israel, have asked you what all this means. Say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. These actions contain a message for King Zedekiah in Jerusalem and for all the people of Israel. Explain that your actions are a sign to show what will soon happen to them, for they will be driven into exile as captives. Even Zedekiah will leave Jerusalem at night through a hole in the wall, taking only what he can carry with him. He will cover his face and his eyes will not see the land he is leaving. Then I will throw my net over him and capture him in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Babylonians, though he will never see it and he will die there. I will scatter his servants and warriors to the four winds and send the sword after them, and when I scatter them among the nations, they will know that I am the Lord, but I will spare a few of them from death by war, famine, or disease, so they can confess all their detestable sins to their captors, then they will know that I am the Lord. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, tremble as you eat your food, shake with fear as you drink your water, tell the people. This is what the Sovereign Lord says concerning those living in Israel and Jerusalem. They will eat their food with trembling and sip their water in despair, for their land will be stripped bare because of their violence. The cities will be destroyed and the farmland made desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, you've heard that proverb they quote in Israel. Time passes and prophecies come to nothing. Tell the people. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to this proverb, and you will soon stop quoting it. Now give them this new proverb to replace the old one. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. There will be no more false visions and flattering predictions in Israel, for I am the Lord. If I say it, it will happen. There will be no more delays, you rebels of Israel. I will fulfill my threat of destruction in your own lifetime. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of Man. The people of Israel are saying, He's talking about the distant future. His visions won't come true for a long, long time. Therefore, tell them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, no more delay. I will now do everything I have threatened. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Psalm 33 Let the godly sing for joy to the Lord. It is fitting for the pure to praise him. Praise the Lord with melodies on the lyre. Make music for him on the ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song of praise to him. Play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. He loves whatever is just and good. The unfailing love of the Lord fills the earth. The Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. He assigned the sea its boundaries and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole world fear the Lord, and let everyone stand in awe of him. For when he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. The Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and thwarts all their schemes. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. What joy for the nation whose God is the Lord whose people he has chosen as his inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts so he understands everything they do. The best equipped army cannot save a king, nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your warhorse to give you victory, for all its strength it cannot save you. But the Lord watches over those who fear him, those who rely on his unfailing love. He rescues them from death and keeps them alive in times of famine. We put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. Thanks for joining me today for today's daily scripture reading. I'd like to recommend to you a podcast by my friend David Heflin called In The Seams, a podcast inviting people with chronic pain and illness to consider how God is in the seams of our brokenness and how he mends us through our suffering. Please click on the link in the podcast description to check it out now.